0: Player 2 has joined
1: the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to a very steamy, hot episode of episode 138 of the 2-player co-op podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, show one.
2: How we doing? I'm hiding steam.
1: Monkey <laughs> <laughs> I put this thing of ice down there. The uh, the air has gone out in the pool house recording studios. So it's a
2: brisk 89 degrees in here.
1: Not bad. Could be 90. Uh, so if you see us wiping away sweat throughout the entire podcast, that's why. Uh, We have a bucket of ice down under there. If you want to just put your legs near it. I don't know if it's working or if it's just (laughs) going to melt. Just suck
2: all the heat out of the air. That should work.
1: The joys of home ownership. Hey, if this is the first time you're seeing us, thank you guys so much for being here. This is the two-player co-op podcast where every week we get together with two brothers to talk about everything you need to know in the world of video games. Talk about everything going on in our lives, what we've been playing, the news of the week. And this week, our predictions slash hopes and dreams for E3 2019. Mostly hopes and dreams. Yeah, mostly hopes and dreams. If this is the first time you're seeing us, or if you're listening to us on audio services, make sure you go over to youtube.com slash two player co-op. Hit the like button on the video, hit the subscribe button, it helps us out a lot. We're trying to get to a thousand subs this year. That would mean the world to us if you would do that. Thank you. Uh if you like merch, you can get some of ours at Teespring.com slash stores slash two player co-op. We have a Twitch page. Whenever we Twitch, we'll Twitch, but we're not Twitching, so I'm not even going to say anything about it. Uh, if you didn't know, now if you go to the pinned tweet on our Twitter page yeah. over at 2player underscore co-op on Twitter, uh, we've got a pin there. You can click the little tiny... Is it a tin? I think I did a tiny URL. Yeah, I believe so. Click the tiny URL link, and you can submit any questions that you have to the podcast if you want us to talk about anything in the world of video games, and we will answer them just like James Solar did. Our buddy James Solar says... Kevin, you should have had it ready, is what he says. James Solar says, I'm currently replaying the Arkham series, and I really enjoyed Arkham Origins when leisurely playing. It seems to be a very controversial game. All the reviews are 15 to 20 points lower than the other games in the series. I think it's just as good as the others in the series, except that it recasts Joker and Batman. How would y'all rank the Arkham games? Does Origins receive unnecessary hate? Is there something I'm missing? James Soler. He said, P.S. Kevin, I'm replaying Arkham Knight soon. I might come around and say it's not as good as City. Hopefully you will because it's definitely not. Sean, <laughs> I am the only one out of the two of us that have played all four.
2: I've played three, barely. <laughs> I was going to say two and a quarter. <laughs> yeah, two and a tenth.
1: My definitive ranking is very easy to me. It's Arkham City is about a 9.5. Arkham Asylum is a 9. Arkham Origins is about an 8.5. Arkham Knight is about a
2: seven. I thought you were going lower there.
1: It's a very good. It's it's like there's such a good game. If you take out Bat Tank, if you take out Bat Tank, it's like a nine point five or a ten. Like it's what really? I wanted it to be. It is that good. But it's wow. you can't get past all the Bat Tank crap and the Bat Tank bosses and all this other stuff.
2: Does now, Arkham, do I remember you saying that? All the boss fights are Bat-tank fights. I
1: believe every single boss fight is a tank battle. That's stupid. You've got when you well, find how would you do that? You got a bunch of well, so one of the times you fight the Arkham Knight, Spoiler alert, down in the sewers is you're driving your Bat-tank and he's got this like Ninja Turtle uh like rat King? transport module oh. thing and he's like drilling through the sewers and he's chasing you and you're running away from him and then you get away and then he comes from this other side and you run away from him and then you got to like I don't even know what you got to do because it's so stupid. The only regular boss fights I can remember when you actually fight the Arkham Knight, it's not even a boss fight. It's a boss situation where he's he's hi- he's got all his goons down here and he's hiding up on some of those like gargoyles and stuff. And you got to stealth your way up to him and you get to him. You get to him three times and you beat, you beat him. You don't ever actually fight him. It's just like find a way to stealth to him and then you beat him. Hmm. And it's cool because in the end game, then you see that uh, Deathstroke was behind it all, blah blah blah. I'm finally gonna get to fight Deathstroke like I did in Arkham Origins, which is the best boss fight in any Arkham game. Period. And then he's in a tank with like forty drone tank coming at you. All you do is you're in the Bat Tank and you're like you're strafing side to side. You've got these drones, and it's Batman doesn't kill anybody, right? So it's okay because these these tanks are manned by ai i guess and they're just shoot. so you shoot rockets at them and you blow them up and it's all like you strafe back and forth dude it is the most monotonous waste of a great game that i can remember it is one of my most disappointing games of all
2: time you're a little sweaty, I am a little
1: <laughs> sweaty. um that sounds
2: ugh. yeah
1: it's so frustrating because it is so freaking there, there is so the, the story there is great. Everything they do with... Because the Joker died in Arkham City. Spoiler alert. But he's back in Arkham Knight. And the way they do it is so freaking cool and so well done. Like, whenever you're not in the tank, the game is amazing. It's the best Arkham game. But then you have to get in the tank so many times. You have to do platforming sections in the tank.
2: Is everything after Asylum, like, open world? Yes. So they're all...
1: Origins too, Yeah. Parking City. Okay. Origins does get a bad rap. I love Origins. If that would have said Rocksteady on it instead of WB Montreal, it would be right up there with the other two, three, depending on how you rated them all.
2: Because you think it would have been a better game, or you think everybody's reviewing it lower? So, why is it? What is different about that that you rated it lower? Like, why is it not? Because you rated it lower than Asylum.
1: Yeah, Asylum. Because I just replayed that like four or five months ago. So, how is
2: Asylum better?
1: Everything in Asylum is great until you get to that final boss fight against the Joker, which the Joker should never be a boss fight in any Batman game. It doesn't make any sense, especially when he injects himself with, with the Venom, whatever that was. You know what I mean? Yeah. When See, I to play, me, like, I Arkham haven't played. Arkham does have some jank to it. Now, I played it, like, day one when it came out. The reviews were lower because a lot of people were saying it didn't have the polish of the Rocksteady crew that that would do to a Batman game. And I saw that there were a lot of times where I had weird graphical hitches and like Batman's thing would do this and like long loading times and weird stuff like that. But like the actual core gameplay is the same as the other two the story in it is great it's not at all what they sold you it is not about black mask and he's i mean it's it is about black mask and he's putting out the hit 10 million dollars if somebody kills batman on new year's eve or 25 million whatever it was it's so much more than that. It is not an origin for batman it's an origin for someone else as well and that is so well done and they recast it like troy baker plays the joker just as good as mark hamill um who the hell played Batman? Because it wasn't What's-His-Face that was Batman or oh, the animated series. It wasn't Conroy. It wasn't Kevin Conroy. It was somebody else. It might have even been Clark, the guy that was the um, – what's his name? The guy that was the main character in Red Dead 2. I can't remember. Oh. Um, but he, he sounded just like yeah. Kevin Conroy, so that was nothing. But, like, Troy Baker's take on the Joker was freaking awesome. That game – the, the it, it probably has my favorite story out of all the Arkham games, but – the the jank if you will takes it down a couple of notches so yeah maybe it is that if rocksteady would have been the ones to make it it wouldn't have had that jank it wouldn't have had yeah. like a freaking bethesda game it wasn't that bad but
2: so if it had the polish and the overall quality yeah the build quality of the rocksteady games is it better than city or no i don't think so still no city is
1: like like superhero perfection, that and Spider-Man are like neck and neck for me. Yeah. Also, Oh I lost it. I had it and then I lost it. Oh, they didn't reinvent anything. And it was also weird that you had some of the power-ups that you had in Arkham City. Like this is a origin game. This is a prequel. You have a lot of the same power-ups you have in Arkham City but didn't have in Arkham Asylum. So that was weird.
2: Hmm, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah.
1: And it's like that that that, that kind of stuff. It was just... It wasn't the complete package like it should have been. Poor buddy's got to go inside. It's too hot. Tell me about it, buddy. But yeah. Now, you've only played fully
2: Asylum and City and
1: Asylum in a little bit of night, and then you're like, I ain't got time for this. And it's been,
2: oh, geez, I don't know, probably five years or so since I played them. And I have a hair... It was like stuck between my teeth. I got it out. Um, it's been a while since I played them, but when I think back to them, I almost think of Asylum as being better. A lot or at least of enjoy, enjoying better. it more. Because it just fit... It just it, I don't know. To me, it just was a better setting. I don't think City added anything that valuable and that noteworthy by being so big and open world. I'm like, it just doesn't need to be now. Spider-Man needs that. Yes. If you, you have, have to, you can't a have, spider, si- if you have like Metroid an asylum Media, version of yeah. Spider-Man, it doesn't really work, but I don't think I, it's been so long. And I don't really remember like what boss fights are in what, but I don't, necessarily think of city as being that much if any better than asylum
1: yeah i mean like i said i replayed asylum four or five months ago i want to replay city at some point this year because i got the return to arkham collection when it was on sale for like eight bucks or whatever a few months ago yeah um there's a lot it is probably not even a 50 50 split i'd say it's like 60 40 people say that asylum is better
2: really yep no, I because have they just that. think
1: the whole Metroidvania, the 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 small space of Arkham Asylum, and you get outside of the asylum and you go on the you know the island a little to bit. To me, everything. it's just
2: different. I feel like yeah. so many games now. To me, if you ask me, Spider-Man perfected it. Maybe you make the argument Grand Theft Auto perfected it, whatever. But like that, just open world in a city, like everybody does that now. Everybody. Yeah. There's not really. Other than, I mean asylum controls and plays very similarly to city it's just not as open world it's not as open period but like it just it just felt different I can't think of another game I can tell you probably 10 games like that that are more or less just like Arkham City I couldn't really tell you any off the top of my head that are like Arkham Asylum yeah so I don't know they're all great I mean
1: except night no, I oh <sighs> Like, you can add in the freaking Batmobile. You can add in the Bat Tank and just do some sections with it. Yeah, you don't I mean, have to base the whole freaking game around it. Whereas there's some of the bosses, some of, like, the 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 rogues gallery. You know how you hunt them down? Like, there's so many enemies in that, but you know what you do? You chase them in the freaking Bat Tank. Like, you're you're, you're chasing like, Firefly if, around the city. Like, what the frick what are doing? What if in
2: Spider-Man, all of the boss fights, you were, like, Peter Parker, and you had to just like walk around and like do stuff on a computer. Do like puzzles. what if what if the game was exactly the same, but all the boss fights were this weird, just not anywhere near as fun part of the game? And yep. that's what they made all the boss fights. Like
1: why why would you do why? that? Why exactly?
2: <sighs>
1: Especially coming off of Origins, which no matter what you think about Origins, the jank, all that other stuff. Deathstroke shines above everything else, but all the other boss fights in that were so good. And then you go from that to tanks. Just tanks. Yeah. Like, yes, we wanted... Tanks a lot. Yeah, tanks a lot for that. We wanted to drive the Batmobile. We didn't want the whole game to be driving the Batmobile. Yeah. Freaking idiots. Stupid idiots. So, Solar, I hope that answers your question. I can't wait for you to replay Night and tell me how it's not as good as the other three.
2: What's up? Oh, you know... Melton, it's really it's really hot. It is quite hot out here. I have that like back of the knee sweat going on.
1: Oh yeah, you feel like you can't even bend your knees because it's just like dripping down your yep. unmentionables.
2: Yep, yep. Um, anything else you want to cover? Did you ever go see Aladdin? I did not. We're gonna um, go. We're gonna take the boys to see it. I don't know when. I want to. See. It's one of those things that like I want to see. I don't know that I will. Yeah. I just don't know when I'm gonna. That, and that happens to me a lot with, like, movies. There's a lot of movies that I'm like, I need to see that, and I'll see it. Or it's like, I, w- I would see that. It's going to take That's Brittany coming up me. to me and saying, we're not doing anything tonight. Do you want to go see Aladdin? And I'd be like, okay. But, like, I don't want to see it enough to actually pursue, like, to make it happen. Yeah. Uh, one of my buddies, uh, he saw it and said it was great not you know it's the cartoon is still superior Obviously, or whatever yeah. but like he said it was really good so i don't know i've heard both i mean really the worst things that i've heard about it are just that it's not as good as their cartoon and i don't think many people expected it to be if you, you if expect you did, to be as good as the cartoon you're crazy
1: now i will say though i do expect lion king to be as good if not almost i was better. just
2: i i sometimes i feel like just <sighs> deleting twitter But I just came across... I don't even remember who... Somebody commented on something, or I don't even remember how I got... Oh, it was Alana. Alana commented on this thing, so I saw the original post on my feed. Apparently, it's this big thing, at least on Twitter, which... Whatever. Best place for sane opinions. Yeah. There's all these people who are just hating on the Lion King and why do all the lions look the same and blah 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 and it's not a real life thing so why are you trying to make all the lions look like actual lions you could at least make them look different and actually be able to show if some they made them look like cartoons
1: it would be the reverse of Sonic Every everybody, everybody would be so bitching stupid. for the other like, reason it's just the it's just freaking
2: of all the things that like you would see and you would think there's no way anybody could hate this that I anybody could have anything bad to say about this I would have thought that is this new Lion King. Yeah, At least what we know. If you see it and it ends up being weird for some reason, okay. But what we've seen so far, how anybody can see that and be like, this looks stupid, Like, I quit. If that is not universally uh, enjoyed by people, then I, I don't see how anything could be. Yeah, I think
1: the boys want to go see Aladdin. What I've heard from a lot of people is the movie's good. The problem with the movie is not Will Smith. Either in human form or genie form. The problem is, like I said when I first saw the trailer, Jafar. Jafar is super weird. Like, it doesn't make any sense. He's not good. Like, Jeremy Johns was saying now, if they actually make a live action remake of Return of Jafar or whatever the, the direct to video movie was, maybe that would be good because, like, nobody really cares about Return of Jafar. So, yeah. maybe he can make it his own, do whatever, but it's still so weird that they cast like a young, handsome guy. Like, as Jaff- no, Jafar is an old, gross, wizard, bad boy. Like, yeah. that's why he he wants the power, and he's at the end of his rope, and he's like, I got it. I got it. Uh, only uh, one guy can enter the cave of wonders through whatever he says. <laughs> you know, like.
2: Was that supposed to be Jafar?
1: No, that
2: was the cave. Oh, I was going to say, because you did a good cave impression, but I'm like, wait, is that Jafar? But what does he say?
1: Only the one, not one true king. What is it? What does he say? Only the worthy
2: one may enter. I don't know. <laughs> it's pretty good. That's one of your better impressions. <laughs> it's the It's the, Bro- it's Force the it's <laughs> Big voice. It's Big Boss with a, with a you source. You just finally remote. found the right character to make that voice work. I more. did, and so it's, now it's the I know cave that voice is of wonders.
1: Wonder. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to talk if I do it again.
2: <laughs> so anyways, what have you... I got nothing else to talk about. You got anything else to talk about? Um, What have I been playing? Yeah. I haven't played anything. Mm-hmm. Um, The only thing I play... So all of a sudden, I'm getting like super hype for Mario Maker. Really? Because I just keep getting sucked into these like Mario maker videos on YouTube and yeah. it just looks like so much fun. And like if I owned it, I mean, if I, well, if I had a Wii U to begin with, like I would have busted that out so long ago and started playing it again. You can borrow Nick's on. Nah, I, he never plays just, it. Yeah. Um, but I can't wait for that. And so yeah. to get my fill, I loaded up Mario world on the pie. And I don't know if I just haven't played it in a while. I don't know if it's the pie, if it's, a setting, if it's the controller, if you it's Mario World. It seems like there's lag and it just seems very loose. And I feel like I'm like scooting all over the place and it's a, it's probably I've your, got my TV set to game. Okay. So I thought that would take care of it. But there's
1: I'm, a setting inside the pie that I sent you forever uh, ago. So you probably did do it, but if not, I'll I'll try to find it. But maybe. there's something where it it like counteracts the lag a little bit.
2: But so I started playing that and I'm like, I don't know what my and oh no i know what my end, end game, game was i'm like i'm gonna it didn't be come on freaking pass avatar i thought it would have I done can't it this week leave that it went into
1: this weekend about 100 million short which is a lot of money this late into the cycle so it's gonna yeah. be neck and neck with it
2: at the wow. end um i just kind of started playing it because i wanted like mario i wanted some mario yeah um and i got used to the controls and it was fine and I'm like, you know, oh, what? I'm just gonna play no. through this game. I just want to go and do like all the Star World because that's like the one thing I haven't done in a while. We played through about the whole world game or something
1: else. Was we're that- still talking about World. World. Okay. Yeah. Um, I thought you were gonna say Yoshi's Island. I was gonna.
2: Oh, I did play that a little bit, but Damn. I just I can't. Okay, thank you. Um, He's smart. So I'm like, I know what I want to do. I want to get to all the Star World levels and do them. Like, I haven't it, done yet. that in a while. Well, there's I've Star never World. Done that. And then there's like something else beyond that. Yes. There's like you Star Beat World, Star 1, World. 2, 3, 4, 5, and then you go on to like Super Star World. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. So I'm like, that's, that's what I want to do. And then I just kind of started playing, and I got to World 2. I went to the thing, the first level where you can get the cape, and you flap and you get the key. Yeah. That takes you to the water level. The water level, there's also a key exit. That takes you to the ghost house. The ghost house, you fight King Boo or whatever. And then that gets you to Star World. And in my mind, you had to do that. There were several different ways, which there are, to get to Star Road or Star World or whatever it is. But once you're there, you can just beat the levels and just do all five of them.
1: So right? Like, oh, I'll just
2: beat all five of them. But you have to beat them or you have to find a secret exit? In each you have one. to find the secret exit okay. in all of them. But none of them are that difficult. Okay. So I got to like the fourth one. And I like, I literally every time I play the pie, this happens. I screwed up with like the save thing, whatever
1: you loaded instead of saving. Oh, I know what I
2: did. I went to a level because I wanted to just get a Yoshi and then leave to go to this next level. So you do start select, but I did those two close to one another, which resets the game. But I'm like, but luckily, it saved when I beat the ghost house, which is right as I was going. And I'm like, I can beat these first three levels super quick. So I got right back to where I was and, and I died again. I'm like, come on. And then I was like, oh, this level shouldn't be this difficult, but I think it's the controls. I keep just dying stupidly. I'm like, let me just do a save state, select L that is load. Mm-hmm. So it loaded some random game I had back at level one. I'm like, oh, come on I'm like well let me just reset and I'll just load my old game but once I did that save state load
1: it reset the whole round it
2: re- yeah so now I don't even have the actual save file so in the game in so now I just quit after yeah. that. so that was that was the extent of that um, what else did I play I played a little bit of Mario World 2 I'm like no I can't do this I quit that quickly I think there's something else I fired up briefly but nothing that I was playing and there was sticking and then, yeah. I don't know but I think that's all I played. I don't really play anything else.
1: I've still been marathoning the office. I'll probably get through season nine by the next time we podcast. Uh, I'm into so season good. nine now I'm in
2: like episode
1: eight or nine I, forget I was watching it was.
2: there's it seems like there's always a marathon of it on comedy central okay I was watching it before I came over and it was season five and it was it was the knock knock k g b the k g b would wait for no one. It's true. It's true.
1: Um, so I've been marathoning that, but I did do a little bit more in uh, God of War: New Game Plus. I freaking love. I love this game so much. The funny thing is, so I've gotten far enough to where there are certain things that the uh, weapon that you get later in the game is a fire weapon. Yes. That can light on fire these bramble things that unlock ways to get you further in the game. Black Betty don't do it, Kevin. Mac, um, <laughs> many. So when you've got that fire weapon this early in the game, because it's new game plus you can burn the bramble things, but then you go over to like, <laughs> but when you go over to it, it there's a lock, like there's a lot, instead of like showing X, it shows a lock. So like, okay, we get it. You've got that weapon thing. That's fine. But you still can't go that way. Cause that would break the game. You saw oh, okay. path. So that's, that's good. Um, I beat the, I forgot about, I I remembered that there was a dragon boss fight and actually Corey Barlog like my tweet. Thank you. Shout out to Corey. Um, I forgot how freaking like, there's not a lot of boss fights in God of War. There's the stranger. Then there's what I just did. Then you fight the stranger like two more times. One of them with the giant with Thamer. Um, and I forgot about the dragon and I forgot how cool that fight was like I remember it's not even just the fight it's the way you get to the fight because it's where you get to the you're going into the mountain and you're going into the mines mm-hmm. and do all this stuff and then you finally get the big hook thing to grab the rock and you ride it up and things keep jumping on it and you got to kill them and then you get it loose and then all of a sudden when you think you're at the top <laughs> through the freaking like just dragon comes out of nowhere and you fight him off whatever and then you get it loose and you get up to the top and then it's like when, when Kratos starts to really start trusting Atreus and he's like, okay. And Atreus is like, no, let me help. And he's like, he can tell like he's ready. He's like, okay, go up there, wait for my mark. And you just have this freaking crazy boss fight with this dragon that, remember how you get the uh, the sap that like expo- explodes? Yeah. So you get the sap and you throw it at him and then he gets electrified and he goes, Mah! and you run up and you hit him and everything. He's got all these different attacks and he's just Freaking huge. It's like I remember going into this thinking, is this game gonna be so personal and such a like small story that it's not gonna have the epicness and the scale of the other God of Wars? And then I got to this Dragon Boss fight and was like, oh my freaking God. Yeah. And also I forgot how much I love Brock and Sindri. They're so everybody in this is so well written. Like, this was the best written game of last year. I think the number two written game for me, it's not even Spider-Man, it's the messenger. Like just so well written, so funny, just so freaking good. But I love those guys. I finally got to the part where after you beat the dragon, you keep climbing up and you think you're gonna get to the summit, and then you hear these voices talking to this guy in a tree, and it's just it says man one, man two, and you don't know who they are yet. Um, but the stranger's there now. It says what his name is. Um, and you just wait for them to leave and you go up there and he's like, now I need you to cut off my head. <laughs> and I remember like <laughs> Trace is just like, oh my god, I can't watch this, and, and then you go back and you reanimate him. So that's how far I've gotten. I've gotten to the point where, to the point where I took him back to the witch. He's reanimated. You find out what her name is. Didn't mean anything to me because I knew nothing about Norse mythology. If I would have known, I probably would have been like, oh, ooh. But then I got to the point. So you do that, and then you go up to the part where now you got to find the chisel so you can do those the the mirror things where you go, like, and that's how you get to a lot of the Valkyries and stuff. So I got to get the chisel. You go up there and it's mm, Thamer's corpse. I'm like, man, I never thought uh was going to play into what it did later in the game. You know? But like, and I'm, as when I saw him, I was like, oh my God, the final boss fight in this is so freaking awesome. Like, I had completely forgotten. So, oh, it's so good. I hope I beat it before Blood Sane comes out, which is the next game I'm going to play, which comes out June 18th. So, as you're watching this, about two weeks away, give or take. Um, it's just it's so good it's still right up there like my number three favorite game of all time
2: that's what i played i played castlevania three. Oh, that's right because you were you were texting me about the yeah pilot. yeah i got uh, pretty far i mean not that far i don't know how far i got but i got sifa sifa um i don't know i think i got to maybe like level four or something i don't know that's a great game though. So how did that do on
1: the pie with the lag and stuff?
2: Did you notice it more in world? I think I noticed it more in world because I feel like all those older Castlevania games always seem to have lag built into that. Like it just seems very yeah. like stiff. And like yeah. I can like hit beep 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 beep. And he's like Whoosh. Whoosh. Like it just seems so slow anyway, to where it didn't seem to bother me that much. But like Mario, you need You know, a lot of precise, I I, I noticed it a lot in Mario World, but yeah, Castlevania 3. God, that game's so good. Yeah. And I didn't screw up with any save states in it. That's
1: good. I want to get the collection. I'm like, but I've got all the games. Why would I get the collection? But I was like, I just want to play it on my PlayStation, I guess. There's not a platinum trophy. Not that I could beat all those games anyways and get a platinum, so it's not like that that matters, but yeah. All right, so the main topic for this week is our E3 predictions. However, first, we're going to run through some news items because there's something I've been dying to talk about for about a week now, and I'm going to talk about it now. We're going to run through this stuff, and then we'll get to our E3 predictions. Thank you guys so much for being here. Sean, hell froze over. Not only did we get a new Death Stranding trailer like we talked about last week, but the freaking game is coming out in November. First, do you believe it?
2: I don't believe it, but I believe it. I believe it, but it's like, yeah. I don't believe it. I know it. what you
1: mean. Like, he just, they, they, he left Konami December of 2015. Not even four years later, he's hired a full studio, which he just hired all his people away from Konami, picked an engine, got an office, got chairs and computers and all that other stuff, built a freaking crazy tunnel to get into the thing with Luden staring at you every time. And like, this game's going to come out because of that i'm keeping my expectations in check for how big a game this is like everything we've seen looks very open and everything i don't think this is more than like a 15 hour game though i can't see how it is unless it's just drawn out with a bunch of boring time-wasty stuff like i don't think this is going to be like a game is this a truly open world game we have no freaking clue
2: cuz it looks like it's too big to be, but then there was something I saw, I don't know if it was on Twitter or if it was a link to like the past. Kotaku, some kind of website, but I think it was straight from Hideo saying that mountain yes. that you see, you, like, can go there. you can walk all the way to that mountain and up the mountain, and it, I'm just having flashbacks to like Breath of mm-hmm. the, of the wild. wild. But, and I don't know if it's just because of the whole like photorealism thing or what, but... This seems huge. This seems bigger than Breath of the Wild to me for that one. Even if that's the extent, even if where you're looking and you see that mountain is like the very southernmost point of the whole map and the mountain is the very north, like even if that is the extent of it, like you're, you're talking that mountain like way, way, way in the back there and you can get all the way to it and up it if you want. Like I can't imagine it is a truly open world game i almost look at it almost kind of like journey where you can see the mountain the desi- and yeah. you just in every level it you can tell it's you're a little bit closer you're a little closer and a little closer and then you go up it i almost see it not that this game has anything to do at all with journey but like i can't imagine it is a truly open world game
1: or even like god of war was pseudo open world but right. it was like it was open but there was a linear path and you couldn't go yeah. everywhere and everything. But that was the one thing that stood out to me too. He's like he's he's very clearly inspired by Breath of the Wild, I would say. Except you can't just climb stuff. You can take out your freaking mutant like <laughs> Billy what's his name? Infomercial guy. Like, hey this ladder just extends forever and you go <laughs> And you saw I'm sure you saw all the memes of like him climbing up the With ladder the versus Snake yeah. and stuff and or you can just, he said, or you can put your stick in the ground, get your rope out, and you can go down the rope and go across the ravine and then go up that way. Um, it's interesting how we saw that radial thing um, that that shows, but I, I don't remember what everything looked like. I didn't like stop it and try to look at everything on there and try to figure out what it was. But the only things we saw him use, there was like at least eight things. I mean, it looked like a full radial. We saw him use the the ladder and the, the rappel rope. That was it. Yeah. Now, later on, we saw gameplay and everything, but- um yeah this game's coming out coming out November 8th I guess. I don't I don't think they would say that if they weren't confident they could. Right. Have it. Because everybody knows Kojima and how long it takes him to make games and all his quirky quirks and everything. Like I'm pretty sure it's actually going to come out November 8th which is just which blows my freaking mind. Like this trailer let me go through some of my notes here. First off, he tweeted something after the trailer went live and he said this. People have built walls and become accustomed to living in isolation. Death Stranding is a completely new type of action game where the player's goal is to reconnect isolated cities in a fragmented society. All elements, including the story and gameplay, are bound together by the theme of strand or connection. As Sam Porter bridges, there's, there's something going on with his name, you will attempt to bridge these divisions and in doing so create new bonds or strands with other players around the globe. Through your experience playing the game, I hope you'll come to understand the true importance of forging connections with others. Now, please enjoy the latest trailer, blah, blah, blah.
2: This almost kind of reminds me of um, the whole nuclear thing. Yes, it's yes, yes, but I don't mean that... I'm not necessarily saying it in a good way. No, I, I know. I know this is a single-player game, but I don't is like... so? Well, I mean, maybe it's not. I don't know. Right. Like, if somehow... It was weird. I keep coming back to it. But if somehow it was, like, Journey, where you're playing with this, like, nameless... There's just... Maybe you see other people out there, but it doesn't change the game for you. It's just, hey, s- nameless person is also playing this game. Look, there's a... Per-, you know, but you can't have two... uh Sam's. Norman Reedus' walking around. Norman Reedus but what if but what if you're like that's the one thing
1: I saw in this trailer when we see the gameplay and stuff I'm sweating my balls off when you see the gameplay in this it's just you and then these guys come up and they're like and they're trying to hunt you and they got their trucks and you got your freaking awesome motorcycle by the way that thing looks so rude. yeah. what if when you're actually playing this game it's not just your Sam but it's like if I'm walking through the world that same time I look over and I'm like oh there's there's Sean Reedus Oh my goodness, he's getting attacked by the bad guys. And you can go over there and beat him up. And then you both go on your separate ways on your own journey to, I'm trying to get to Chicago and you're trying to get to St. Louis or something. Like who knows whatever or whatever they are in this world. Yeah, It wouldn't surprise me if it's something like that. But there's definitely some kind of multiplayer element in here that he is not clued us in at all on what it is that could be really good or it could be really really bad i think yeah he also tweeted death stranding is not a stealth game it is a brand new action game with concept concept of connection strand i call it social strand system or simply strand game tomorrow's in your hands Death stranding social strand system did you see my tweet yep what is that solid snake simulation the S threes what why why are you doing I think it's just a very fun joke, but the tin foil hat if you would have gone to the, the Reddit oh, the subreddit for Never Be Game Over, oh my God, these people were losing their minds. Another tweet he said the handprint palm is an important icon in death stranding. When you open the palm, you can hold the hand of other. When you close it, it changes to fist that can exclude others. Both are inseparable. The palm can be compared to stick and rope. To I. in your hands love Kojima, (laughs) He's the best. Like, so now I want to let me go through some of my notes I had because you've seen the trailer, obviously. Yes. All right. Uh, okay. So we start out the president is dying, I guess. Yeah. She's connected to these black cable things. Correct. I didn't, I wasn't dreaming that right. She's got, like, hanging in the Oval Office, there's these black strand things.
2: Yeah, I didn't know what that was supposed to be. I don't know if I was thinking too much into that, but I I guess, yeah.
1: So apparently the point of the game, as far as we know, which means it's not the point of the game, is that we have to travel west to reunite America. There's a lot of clear, very easy-to-see stuff there with reuniting America and all that, which I don't think that's what it's going to be about. We see a lot of gameplay, like Sean and I predicted last week. We do see a lot of gameplay. We do see guns. There's, like, no HUD in this. I like that. Yeah. You see gun. There was a couple times where, in, in, the, in the main trailer, you see guns one time, and it's where you're almost, like, in that Call of Duty section. Remember when he was, like, sneaking along that tank, and then you go? Yeah, yeah. It seems like when he's shooting that guy, it's in that same world, whatever. What world is it? Like, how many worlds are there? Like, is this, like... Oh, there's a Japanese quick trailer that also went out, but if you watch that, there's boss footage in that, like brand new footage. You can see him fighting this big black blobby tarry, freaking floating squid boss thing, and he's shooting it. and In that, you can see it says the level of your gun, and you can also also hit down on the D pad to switch your ammo types. You could probably switch from bullets to grenades or whatever the hell it is. So that's good. Um, but there's definitely bosses in this game. Um, but I, I still wonder, like how? It's weird, like we both wanted to see gameplay, but I don't think either of us still really know what the gameplay is in this
2: game. Like the thing that uh, I think it was towards the end of the trailer when you see him, you're just kind of in this like open field, and the the, the guys see him or whatever, and you start fighting. And he's got like a briefcase or something that he hits one of them with. That's specifically what I was talking about when I was telling you. It just seemed very like, – it didn't impress me. It just seemed very clunky, and it's just like – He's like, hurr, kah, hurr, kah. like the fighting, was just like – And I'm sure – it's not like it's CQC. I can't imagine hand-to-hand combat. It's a big portion of this game. I'm yeah. sure that's – for the most part, you have weapons. But I saw that, and I was like, that's not doing it for me. But Well, also, it did
1: remind me, though – like. In Metal Gear Solid Five, and I, this doesn't mean there's any conspiracy going on, although we'll get to that in a second. Like, if you go up to an end, if you go up to a, a soldier and you go, Wop, hop, 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 when you knock him out that last time, time does slow down. They kind of go, and then they fall down, which is exactly what happens in this. When he hits the guy with his briefcase a couple times, yeah. when he finally knocks him out, the time slows down and everything. I was like, that's Metal Gear Solid Five right there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's 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 apparently also there's some kind of ping system like there's this yellow thing radiating out, mm-hmm. radiating out and then the one time he did that it, reminds me
2: of Metal Gear Solid Four.
1: Yeah, there was, an, and then his backpack there, like an image of the backpack stayed back there. So I don't know where the bad guys is it really to yeah i think it's yeah. maybe it's not to find the bad guys it's to make the bad guys it's like knocking on a wall or something yeah. and then you're saying well this is where i did that they can't obviously see the backpack but you can so you know where you did the ping, so you know where they're going to go to yeah. you're, you're sneaking through the weeds and stuff he can say it's not a stealth game whatever there's, there's still stealth. there's elements. big time stealth el- stealth elements in this um the babies are called bridge babies also what the hell Uh, okay the motorcycle's awesome the ghost things that don't appear and everything they're they're called the bts i forget what it stands for but of course you want to know what the subreddit said oh my god the ghost things are called pts i was like are you a freaking (laughs) idiot look up look up the closed captioning and every write-up on this game they're called bts but tell yourself whatever you want it's it's they're not pts it's not it's not i will i don't care when it's winter if this game Oh, it'll be perfect timing. If this game turns out to be Silent Hills, I'm going in that pool when it's the dead of winter, and you will videotape it, and we'll put it up on the channel.
2: What if it's not Silent Hills, but there's still a connection to it? If it's Close a enough?
1: Silent Hill game, if okay. you get to no, because what these nu- knuckleheads are saying is you get to the end, and it's going to say, like you ba- basically you're going to get to the end of it, and it's going to like the cut to black, death stranding, and then it'll go. Silent Hills or some sh- like that, like they're that freaking down the rabbit hole. Um, so we got some characters also in this. So Norman Reedus is playing Sam Porter Bridges, which I think we knew that was his full name already. We definitely had heard Sam Porter before. I don't know if we had heard Bridges because it's weird because his name, his last name is Bridges, but the babies are called Bridge Babies, and yeah. this company that's like overseeing everything is called Bridges. I, this none of us are gonna probably we're probably gonna beat this game and not know what the hell we played probably. not know what the story is or anything uh, Mads Mickelson's character was revealed to be Cliff he's super cool he smokes he can just like smoke I'm in a tar puddle and I don't care light everybody on fire I don't care I have got these cables and I'm gonna walk through everything <laughs> Mads Mickelson's awesome uh, Leah Sado's character is named Fragile we have Mama
2: these are just straight like Metal Gear Solid names. There is
1: a lot going on. I mean, I guess they're just the but anyway. Mama. Yeah. Like, uh, just why not call her Big Mama? Then you get to the really good names here. Dead Man, who is Gilmore Gilmore Gil Guillem- <laughs> Who is Del Toro's character. Again, did you see he said for this and the next guy, they did capture, they didn't do any no voice, no motion or anything. They just captured their bodies and other people play them. So he's Deadman. Man Man is Nicholas Winding Refn, who I think directed Drive and some other stuff. He directed a Mads Mikkelsen movie that was like on Netflix or something as well. So you've got Deadman, Man, Man. Then you've got Die Hardman. So is that a play on Die Hard? I don't know. He's played by Tommy Earl Jenkins. Oh, and guess what? He's the guy with the mask. You know what his mask says? Ludens. Mm. Higgs is Troy Baker's character. I feel like I'm going to (laughs) die. And Emily is played by Lindsay Wagner. She's the one that had the blood coming out the eyes. Of course, the Sorrow has blood coming out of his eyes. So obviously, she's probably the Sorrow, and this is Metal Gear One and a Half, whatever. And then Bridget is the president. I don't know who plays her. I don't really care. Bridget?
2: Bridget. Again, prob- that's probably... <laughs> yeah. I'm, I don't think it was a coincidence.
1: One thing that I did pick up on before I saw this going all over on the tinfoil hats, Mads in that trailer when he's talking to the baby... One of the, I think it's towards the end. He says, I'll always be with you. What does Venom Snake say during his monologue when they say, I will not scatter your ashes
2: to the heartless sea? Uh, I will always be with you. I will always be with you. Are you starting to come around? I'm
1: not. But I'm <laughs> a little bit nervous. <laughs> it's just, it's Kojima. At this point, he's just effing with everybody is what I yeah. think it is. And I also think the Soros... Uh, oh sorrow how do we say that word this happened in a podcast like two years ago s-o-r-r-o-w
2: sorrow 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 sorrow
1: sorrow because i said sorrow and you're like who are you what are what word are you saying the <laughs> well, sorrow says it too i think at some point but like i i mean i don't know man i'm I pre-ordered it. I thought I had already pre-ordered it. I went through my Amazon orders. I was like, well, crap. I thought I did this before they got rid of the 20%, and I didn't. I pre-ordered Final Fantasy VII, though, <laughs> um, and Metroid Prime 4, which is completely being rebooted. Um, I'm excited to play this game. I am not going to get... I, I, I love this trailer. It's so weird. It's so kojima it's clearly kojima where he doesn't have to answer to somebody like konami where it's just like Mm -hmm. sony just cut him a check and said do whatever you want he's like okay i'm gonna get real freaking crazy and he got real crazy do i think this is gonna be my favorite game of all time or even the best game this year probably not there's a lot of things in this i'm excited about but there's a lot of things that make me nervous as well yep so i don't know what what do you think after everything we've talked about looking forward to death stranding are you gonna play it are you excited to play it what do you think
2: i can't imagine i won't play it I'm sure I will it's I feel like I should be a lot more excited for it than yeah. I am that being said I am looking forward to it um, I still don't really know what's going on but we got to see gameplay which I'm, I'm satisfied um, one thing that never really hit me until I was watching this trailer and I'm kind of worried about it To some extent, and I don't know why. I don't know how I feel about this whole... Like, you're literally... You are... I mean, it's basically a movie. Like, you are Norman Reedus. Yeah. I don't know if I like that. When actors, like, their actual likeness is in the game. Like, it's... And that's how all movies are. I get it. But, like, when I'm controlling... Now, in PT, it was fine, because... It was all first person. You and didn't know like, it
1: was him until you actually beat it.
2: Right. So I'm worried that just when I'm swinging the camera around and I see Norman Reedus, not some new character, something about it just seems weird to me. I don't know that I like it. And maybe when it comes time to actually play the game, it'll be the furthest thing from my mind. But something about that, I'm not quite sure that I'm digging it.
1: No, I get that because when you look, if you look, I've also seen tweeted out Yoji Shinkawa concept arts for all the characters. I'm like, that looks like Yoji Shinkawa. That looks like a Metal Gear game. Where, like That's why it was so good in um, Metal Gear Solid 5. Like They just jack bauer did all the facial recognition and uh, like the the everything and the voice and everything right but it was clearly they just made it's one Snake thing to be the able the the see supposed to see that yeah and like when like troy baker played ocelot that didn't look like troy baker it was just a young ocelot right older than he was in three but younger than he was in the others obviously so i completely get what you're saying it's weird and like movies
2: are i mean games are becoming more and more like they're essentially movies that you have a little control over now
1: and well, that's literally you know.
2: what every single movie non-animated movie is. Like I don't watch Batman and be like why is Christian Bale doing that? I mean it's just Batman. Like it, it uh, like I see Captain America, I don't see Chris Evans. Right. But something about in a game, I don't know, something about it's just kind of
1: it's the whole reason why Link to this day is still a silent avatar, because yeah. you don't you want to be able to just put your all into that. So Nintendo even says, we ain't even going to make him talk, so you don't even have to hear a voice that's not yeah. yours. You just become Link. The other, Everything you're bringing up right now, I don't know how well this game's going to sell. I think people that are, like Sony's got 100 million PlayStations out there by this point are just about hardcore people and people that are like me, that are like you, Konami, blah, blah, even though you're doing really good lately and hopefully you'll do better at E3, but we'll get to that here in a minute. You know what I'm going to say. It doesn't even matter. They're going to buy the game. They're going to play the game. But spe- putting this out in November is like, man, I don't know. This comes out a week before Jedi Fallen Order. It ain't going to outsell Jedi Fallen Order. Two weeks after Call of Duty, which we'll get to here in a minute, it ain't going to come
2: close to Call of Duty. You like, think this sells like $3, $4 million, $5 million? In-
1: I think it's launch Like, we we just heard an update on a Capcom call that like uh, Resident Evil Two sold four and a half million. I, I can't see it wow. selling anywhere okay. near that. Yeah, so I'm like two million maybe in the first in in the in that first weekend maybe first couple weeks. Like maybe in November it sells two million. After that it drops. But maybe this is going to be that Kojima magic where people talk about it, and the problem is if people talk about it, they're going to spoil whatever's so good about it. So then do people yeah. want to play it? Like. I don't know. Like I was hoping we wouldn't see anything more. I, I still love if you compare the build-up for this game to Metal Gear Solid Five. We didn't know it at the time, but Metal Gear Solid Five gave away everything. Yeah. This clearly has not because there's so many different characters, and they've seen they we've seen so little of each that there's no way they've given it all away. I like that, but also I'm like, man, I still just want like. What I really wanted, like we said last week, for this trailer to be was just cut out all the story stuff. Just show four or five minutes of actual gameplay, not just a snippet here and a snippet here. Like take us through a mission. Take yeah. us through one mission in the middle of the game with no story implications. Let us see what it actually looks like. How many people are we fighting? Are we really just transporting stuff? How does the baby factor in? Like I think if they want this game to a to be a very good selling game, they gotta give the public more than they have so far.
2: Yeah. No, I'm with you.
1: I'm excited, but I'm not going to go over the moon getting hyped for this game. So now that we only spent like 30 seconds on that. The next Call of Duty was revealed. It is Call of Duty colon Modern Warfare, and I'm fine with that. It's coming out October 25th. It will be cross-play PS4, Xbox, and PC That's awesome. It is a reboot, not a remake. They're using a brand new engine. It looks. Did you see the trailer? Oh my God, it looks good. It looks good. Um, Price is back. I think Soap might be back. So it definitely qualifies as a reboot that they're bringing these characters back. There is going to be some co-op gameplay in there. The big thing, though, no season pass. Everybody gets free maps and free content after release. You you do get early access to it on PS4 because they've still got their exclusive deal with With Activision, whatever it is, I was reading some of the write-ups from like Ryan McCaffrey and some other people that actually went hands-on with it, and they're gonna they're they're trying to make you very uncomfortable, is what it looks like, Um, and not in a cheesy way, but it's just like. Used to be in Call of Duty. If you go up to it, if a door is there and you have to walk through it, you just touch it and it goes boom, and everybody's like, Whoa! <laughs> whereas this, you can just kind of barely inch it open and you can look through and you can see that guy there and you can be okay, whatever. And then if you he doesn't see you, you can go back down the hallway and you can shoot him through the wall and go back in and he's dead. Like sounds really cool. You also will play it from the the, the side of some Middle Eastern um, rebel fighters as well that are like. On your side, but they're doing it obviously in a completely different way. Right. Um, I'm not. I'm not going to go to the level where I'm going to say I buy a Call of Duty again. But I'm at least. I'm at least
2: intrigued, more so than I've been for any Call of Duty game in since Black Ops Two for me. I mean, I don't even know. I don't know when the last one for me was. Maybe yeah.
1: I think it looks really
2: good. I'm
1: excited to see what, where it goes. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, There's nothing else coming out in October right now that I'm aware of that could all change here in a week, but we'll see. And now the wrap up before we get to our predictions. Marvel's, so thanks a lot Square Enix for, for screwing over one of my predictions that I was going to make. But Square Enix said that Marvel's Avengers will be at E3, and that's the, that's the title for the Avengers project as it used to be called. And we got this little nugget from the E3 thing to say what it's going to be about. So this comes from the E3 showcase page. Embrace your powers and join key members of the development team at Crystal Dynamics and the creative team at Marvel Games as they talk exclusively about the upcoming Marvel's Avengers. This is the Defining Avengers Gaming Experience, an epic action-adventure that combines cinematic storytelling with continuous single-player and co-op gameplay. Moderated by Andrea Renee, assembling teams of up to four players, master extraordinary abilities, customize your heroes to fit your playstyle, and combine powers to defend an ever-expanding world under constant threat. So, what my prediction was going to be? Let me see if I can find it here. Uh, E3, Avengers Project will be unveiled. It will be an action RPG, kind of similar Kingdom Hearts. You switch between people, right?
2: Mm, or no you're always well you're always Sora. for the most part you're always sora and the characters you meet like aladdin can replace either donald or goofy or you can say no i don't want aladdin i'm going with donald and goofy but yeah
1: well so i said it would be an action rpg where you where you're able to switch between characters on the fly not like gta 5 but more like you've got the the three like you've got the three you've got Captain America and Thor and Iron Man and maybe somebody else with them, and you can switch between them and do whatever. Um, but it'll be an action RPG where you can switch between them. But it'll be coming out in 2020. I don't know that I was that far off. We'll, I guess we'll see what it is. But
2: I'm curious. This game seems so like it should should be such a huge deal, and maybe it's just because we haven't seen anything. But like, yeah, all anybody could talk about for years was Spider Man. Yeah. And it seems like this should be that and then some. And it's just not. like wh- There's something I'm missing about this game, it seems like. I First of it all, it was, seems like a weird kind of game for Square Enix to be doing.
1: That's why I think it's going to be some kind of... They're saying action adventure and stuff, but that's why I was thinking an action RPG kind of in the mold of well, Final Fantasy 15. Could you switch between dudes or were you always Noctis?
2: No, you had... Oh God, it's been so long since I played Yeah, you could switch between all four of them. That's
1: what I pictured it being. But like Captain America, like I said, Captain America, Iron Man, Thor. You level each up depending on what you do. You fight bosses and I don't know. The co-op thing seems cool, but...
2: This should be awesome. awesome. I'm, but something is like... It's almost like there's got to be some reason why there doesn't seem to be that much hype about this game. And maybe it's just because nobody knows anything about right. it yet, but... I feel like everybody was hyped for Spider-Man before they knew anything about it. So something seems off to me about this game, but I'm curious to see what it looks like.
1: Yep. Stay tuned for E3. We'll we'll see a lot there, of course. The Contra Anniversary Collection unveiled its full lineup. No release date yet, but the games are Contra on the arcade, Contra on the NES, Contra on the Famicom. Super Super Contra on the arcade. What is Contra on the Famicom? The Japanese Contra.
2: But how is it different than...
1: I don't know. The only thing I saw a screenshot on IGN where it looks like before each level, it shows you like an overworld map of where you're going to get to the alien base, like the jungle and then into the thing and then into Jump and Flash and all that.
2: Hmm. I just can't imagine it's that different from either the arcade or the NES. It seems weird that we have all three of those. But
1: Well, we also get Super C in the arcade and Super C on the NES. Obviously, we get Contra 3, the Alien Wars. We also get... Super Probotector Alien Rebels for the SNES.
2: One of the yeah. best games of all time. Have
1: you ever heard of this? I didn't nope. know this was a thing. This was Contra 3 in Europe. Everybody's robots. You play as robots, you fight robots.
2: But like it's
1: but, but it's alien Contra Wars 3 or it's a totally it's different game. Alien Wars with just like but sprite swaps i kind of want to get this just to play this yeah and contra hardcore on the on the genesis also Probotector from the mega drive which is an all robot version of hardcore in europe
2: that's weird
1: now i'm like okay i think you might have me because i want to play those two games yeah and operation c on the game boy which no one should play no one cares xbox game pass is coming to pc More details will follow. June PS Plus games. This is actually a pretty good year, month, week. Yeah, month. (laughs) Sonic Mania and Borderlands The Handsome Collection, which includes the pre-sequel and Borderlands 2. You need to download
2: that. That I'll probably get. I don't know that I'll play it, but it's one of those things that I'm going to buy and have in my back pocket. Just so you got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, Sonic Mania, if you haven't played it and you care at all about Sonic. Do it. Uh, I mean, mean, you should have already bought it, but yes, download it for sure. Games with Gold gets NHL 19, Rivals of Aether on the X-Bone. Xbox 360, which is backwards compatible with the Bone, gets Portal Still Alive, which is basically a remake that came out in XBLA of the original Portal. So basically you can play Portal for free. And Earth Defense Force 2017. I think Sony actually wins this month. That's a toss-up. NHL 19 for free is pretty cool.
2: That's, I mean, it Hockey doesn't interest me, so but fun. it's pretty cool. Yeah. And then Portal. I've missed out on Portal. Mm-hmm. I think I would enjoy that, but... Me too. I don't know. That's a toss-up. They're both pretty good. If Sony had four games instead of two... Yeah, I feel like that has to change. I hope so.
1: It probably will when the PS5 comes out. <laughs> That's it for all the news of the week. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the main topic of the week and is my favorite time of the year. It is time for our E3 predictions slash hopes and dreams for 2019. Sean... I'm excited. I'm excited too. Sony's not gonna be there, that sucks, but I'm excited to see what Xbox does. I'm very intrigued by whatever Square Enix is gonna show. We talked about Avengers, Yeah, might talk about some other stuff. Square Enix has got a lot of stuff going on, so that excites me. But you know what excites me the most is my first prediction, and I'm just going to get it out of the way because I'm a glutton for punishment. Konami comes out on Xbox's stage, and they announced Metal Gear Solid 3, the remake in Fox Engine, coming out on all platforms, just really meaning Xbox and PS4 and PC. It's not going to come out on Switch. But it's been three... It was three years ago today as we're recording this that they unveiled that damn pachinko. I saw it in my time hop, really. <laughs> three years ago today... Damn it, Konami! I've been making this prediction. This is my fourth E3 in a row that I've made this freaking prediction. I'm going to get it right one of these years, or I'm going to go crazy. I will never not predict this until it happens. Metal Gear Solid Three, the remake in Fox Engine,
2: coming out yeah next year. That doesn't work. <laughs> um, so I have six predictions. Okay. But one of them, I'm pretty sure you're going to have two, and I think it's a pretty safe one, so I'm just going to skip it. I didn't do that one. Mm. Um, If it's what I think you're thinking. Where do I, I start? Um, all right, this one's pretty safe.
1: First off, am I crazy? Do you just ignore me because you're like, he's too far down, he's too far gone at this, this? point?
2: Yes. I think you're crazy. You do? You don't think well, I can't blame you for... Why would they make that pachinko? I don't know. Right, um, my first one, pretty safe, but I think we get more information. Which really. Final Fantasy 7. Okay. I think we had a release date for the first part. I think we learned more about what this whole episodic what the thing hell it is. Actually is yeah. Um and I think part 1 episode 1 whatever comes out November this year.
1: Wow. Oh my god. I'm screwed. And I think it's just because
2: Death Stranding maybe that's like renewed my faith and it's like well if Death Stranding can come out this year, that's Kingdom Hearts call. came out this year, like maybe maybe it's maybe finally time that that's a good call. Final Fantasy 7 is going to come out. I don't know, but I mean there it's clearly Coming, We're way past the point yeah. of is this is gonna actually gonna, it, like it's happening. I don't think there's any way they wait till next gen.
1: No, they said in that when that. Did, oh, they, yeah, they actually it, confirmed they said yeah, it's coming so, to
2: PS4. Yeah, I'm gonna say November. I think it's sooner than we think. It's clearly very far along and especially the fact that even though I use the same talking point as a concern before the fact that it's episodic means we've got to be getting episode one very soon i can't imagine i don't know if it's gonna be two three four i don't know how many i can't imagine they're still releasing them after the ps5 has come out like you gotta get moving on these um now i did say that was a concern because (coughs) if episode one isn't even out yet has all this time we haven't even gotten the first episode like are we really expecting episode two to come out six months or so later i don't know how long it'll be but i don't have much faith in that but You got to start somewhere. It's clearly very far along. And if it was not episodic, I don't think it would come out this year. But the fact that it is, I think we get that first one November this year.
1: And if that does happen, it makes even more sense why I'm saying Death Stranding should not be a November game. It should be like a late September game. Like, Metal Gear Solid Five came out September 1st. No other games around it. Avoid Call of Duty and Battlefield and all that other crap. Just, just... Just have it all to yourself. Death Stranding in November, I don't I don't like that, Raymond. Yeah. Next up, I gotta say, I got a big hole in my heart. And I'm not Iron Man, but that hole is a snake-shaped hole in my heart. Because tactile espionage action is gone. So similar to what I just <laughs> predicted. No, it's not to where you think it is. Ubisoft comes out and they unveil mm. a new splinter cell coming out. Early 2020, and I jump on board finally on the the Splinter. Have you played any of the Splinter Cells? Nope. I think the only reason I didn't is because this like snootiness of me or whatever when it comes to Metal Gear. Like, no, that is stealth action. Yeah, nothing else can touch it. You're over there with your cool little ding, your three <laughs> little green eyes, whatever. Like, you're cool, Sam Fisher. Okay, they put Sam Fisher in Ghost Recon Wildlands in a little cameo. They had him in some commercial or something like that. Like. I'm saying Sam, Sam Fisher's a character. What's the guy's name? Uh, Jeffrey Irons. No, that's Alfred. <laughs> Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons. Maybe it's Jeffrey Irons. I don't know. Whoever the guy is, <laughs> he's still around. Clearly, this, uh, this is happening. The reason I do think this is happening, though, this might be kind of an easy prediction. because I think you're, I think it is happening. Ubisoft said in a recent conference call that they've got uh, three unannounced AAA games coming out before March of next year. I don't think Splinter Cell is coming out this year. That's because I'm just going to assume Watch Dogs 3, and I'm not going to predict it. I assume Watch Dogs 3 is coming out this November as well, which this November is going to freaking wreck me, if that's true. Um, The rumors are saying that it's set in London. You play as a female this time. The rumors are saying there might actually be no guns, which now I'm like, I don't know.
2: I don't think
1: so. I don't think so. Um, But... There are three unannounced games. Two of them have to be Splinter Cell and Watch Dogs 3 coming out before March. That's why I'm going to go with the early 2020 thing. Um, it will be a this-gen game. It won't be a next-gen game. It will be out by, by early 2020. It'll be out by March 2020. Splinter Cell, something, and I finally take the leap is my second part of that prediction that I finally jump on the Splinter Cell bandwagon.
2: I think that's a good prediction. Um, my next one... Common theme. I'm going all in. I think we get at least a teaser of Final Fantasy 16. Oh, I wanted to do this, but now I don't know. That may be a PS5 game. I mean, they won't say one way or another yet. But because of the way Final Fantasy 15 was, where it was super like modern and you drive a car and there's highways and there's big cities and guns and and Final Fantasy VII coming out which wasn't really that much different. I mean there was a highway scene you're driving motorcycles and it's still very modern. I'm going to say 16 kind of goes back to its roots and goes more like medieval setting.
1: What would you want 16 to be. would you want it to be the 15 style of gameplay or more 12 or old school 16 bit like i don't think i do don't that. think we
2: can go all the way back to pure turn based. like i don't really know what seven is going to be like yeah 15 i've soured on quite a bit it just it didn't seem the fact that for the most part, Final Fantasy games are completely unrelated to one another anyway. And the fact that that one was so different, both in terms of the setting and the combat, the gameplay, it's so, it's almost not even a Final Fantasy game to me. I mean, it is in name alone and that's about it. It wasn't a bad game, but I just remember that the fighting style, like the actual like action gameplay of it, it didn't do it for I don't know. It was almost too it took a lot of like the strategy out of it or something to me. There's something that I so think just really like, like hold circle the whole time? You can it kinda. It was something like that. It was just very like button mashy. And I'm sure you can get a little more involved with it if you want, but Final Fantasy twelve, I think, was fantastic. Yeah. Um I don't remember much about thirteen but twelve was like a good mix of still turn-based, but more active. Still like menu-driven, but it was active. It was all going on in like real time. And I don't know. What I would want is something more like twelve. But even 12's system almost seems as antiquated as like a true like turn-based like Final Fantasy seven or ten or whatever. I think we're already too far gone to go back to that. I'm guessing whatever seven ends up being is probably what it'll be. Yeah. Um, But I do think we go, I'm trying to think of what nine was like. So the little I played of 14, which was MMO, MMO, it was more old school. It was like, I think, unless I'm totally crazy, but I remember it being more like castles. It was like, Okay. Medieval kind of setting. Um, 13 was pretty modern. 15 was like ultra modern. 12 was a little bit of both. I don't know anything about 11. 10 was more like it had a lot of like island, like it was all like tropical kind of settings. Um, Nine, I don't really remember much about. Eight was pretty modern. Seven was modern. Like I think we go back to like you don't see a gun in the entire game
1: swords and staffs yes like that's kind of what i'm
2: thinking um i think it's a long shot it's obviously coming i don't think i mean i'm not gonna sit here and say i don't think we see it this year because it's my prediction but it's definitely a long shot i think it's a teaser at best i don't think it's gonna say anything about the game maybe we'll see like characters faces a logo which sometimes the logo can give away something Um, but I think it's a teaser. I think we hear something definitive that Final Fantasy 16 is coming. God, I hope it's a single player and not MMO.
1: I I think it will be. I mean, they're still they're they're still updating 14 every month now. They're they're putting out all like that. That is it's. I don't don't think they'll ever make another MMO Final Fantasy because 14 has while it struggled at the beginning, I guess it's really taken off. People love that stupid thing now. So I think you'll be safe there. Yeah. I like it. I hope it's true. Next up for me, I got a double whammy of DLC. Mm. I predict that both Cuphead and The Messenger in separate, it'll be Cuphead on Microsoft Stage, Devolver Digital does have their own, I was going to say, prediction show presentation. They will both be announced that we've got the Cuphead Aisle 4, or whatever it'll be, and the Messenger Beach whatever vacation thing are both available
2: no. today.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to say now. I, if we're, At first, I wrote now, and I was like, no, 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 no. I could lose points there. It will be out the day of their conferences. It'll be out later that day. And I will immediately jump into both. That would be awesome. Actually, I might not jump into Cuphead because we should just play through a blind. That would be fun. Oh, you're going to... Oh, no, you won't be out of town yet. Um,
2: That seems... I mean, I guess they've been talking about that for a while. So they announced... I feel like I just heard about it because I just finally started playing Cuphead. They announced Cuphead,
1: which I completely forgot about it. They they, they announced the Cuphead DLC last year at E3. Just said 2019, never gave a date. The Messenger's stuff was revealed at the Kind of Funny Game Showcase in December. And all they said... I thought they had said summer maybe or something but we haven't seen anything about it since that that showcase yeah i think it would just be awesome to to get both of these games that we both absolutely love to get more content in them on the same day and i will play through the messenger on ps4 not on switch it plays so much better on ps4 but yeah not a very fun prediction but if you love those games like us you got it you're just dying to know when that dlc is going to come out for both of them and it's both well, no, Cuphead's not free. The messenger is free. But whatever Cuphead costs, I don't care. Oh, really? I don't pay it. Yeah. Hmm.
2: So that's number three for me. Uh Raptors are up five at half. Sweet. Um, what next? This one's fun. I think to continue their streak of relative um I guess it's kind of their resurgence. I think we get a new like standalone, not a remake, nothing, a brand new mainline Castlevania game from Konami.
1: Oh my god.
2: Because of all the hype about uh Bloodstain and, and the now show. they're doing like the legacy yeah. and yeah, the show on top of that. And I hope it's you know, like a symphony of the night. It has
1: to be, yeah. I
2: I, I don't think they can go away from that style anymore um but i mean now's the time i don't know when the last one was well they was it lords P- of shadow or, 2? Or was it like a ds kind of thing or no
1: so lords of shadow was the one that kojima kind of produced and then they did lords of shadow 2 which that was one that you get to the end of lords of shadow 1 it finds out that gabriel belmont spoiler alert you actually are dracula and you're in modern like you go through a window and you're in the middle of new york city it was like the village or something i was like what the hell is going on yeah uh, um, the first one was supposed to be pretty good. The second one was not that good, but I think it was like 2012 or 2013. So it's been five, six years at
2: least. Since two? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. That's another one that, especially after hearing that, I feel like we, even though there's been some good ones that I have totally missed out on, that's another one I think that needs to go, not back to its roots, not back to like Castlevania 1, 3, whatever, but back to like symphony of the night like don't try to do anything crazy just i want a metroidvania game yeah but i basically want symphony of the night too (laughs) is really what i want um but i think we get a new just to capitalize on all the castlevania hype lately I think we get a new Castlevania game.
1: If Konami comes out of this show announcing a Metal Gear remake <laughs> of any kind, no matter what the number is behind it, and a new game getting announced, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. You're, you're back. In, I mean, you guys have been doing pretty well. I got to say. Yeah. Um, I like it. God, I hope that's true. Next up for me, I've got some Switch online predictions. First, this fall, we get SNES games.
2: I Same hope you're price. right. I hope. I I don't know why this isn't already a thing. I, have, I don't know I, why their entire catalog, whatever. I mean, granted, we're getting it for free. I would be so annoyed if, if I was I pay paying money for this, right this right crap. Now. It like, sucks. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but I think we get SNES games. They'll just say this fall, which can mean every anything up until December. Um, but I think they will come out. I think what they'll probably end up doing is they'll put all the big ones in there at once. And then they'll trick out the two a month or whatever like they've been doing the NES games of obscure titles. But it'll start with Mario World and Zelda and Metroid and probably a Kirby game and Yoshi's Island and whatever. Like, I think they'll put all the big guns there at first. Be like, hey, thanks so much for hanging in there with us with our crappy online service. Here you go. Um, but I'm not going to predict GameCube or N64 or anything like that. No. I, they're They're never going to do that. The other part of my prediction for Switch Online is that Nintendo finally gives us a some kind of achievement-based slash trophy system for mm. Nintendo. What would not surprise me at all is if they just say, because they've done the achievements with Cuphead on the Switch, if they just say Xbox achievements are now on Switch, and they've got this great working relationship where everything is all like synergy and all these other buzzwords and all this other stuff. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if they just say, you can earn Xbox achievements on Switch for all our games. My prediction is, my prediction is not that, but some kind of achievement system. Yeah. They will also announce that all first party Nintendo games will, are being patched by the end of June and like if you just boot up breath of the wild you go bing 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 and then you can go and say oh well, how many i've got 28 out of 43 trophies or whatever what do i gotta do i gotta get all the Korak poops okay and i gotta do this over <laughs> here and i gotta hang glide for like a thousand meters or something you know what i mean like stuff like that i think it's just so smart like i get like i'm a trophy whore at this point i get it whatever but it's stuff like like just something i just made it for breath of the wild like
2: that sounds See if fun. you can
1: hang glide for a thousand meters, like do you have obviously you gotta have your stamina meter up all the way? do you have to kind of go and then dot and then go like what's the highest point and how far can you go, and does the wind catch you and whatever like just fun stuff like that to make you go back to these games or go back to odyssey like obviously it would all be about get this many moons, get that many moons, whatever blah 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 blah, but I think it would just be so like Sony and Microsoft Microsoft did it first, obviously, I know that they found something with trophies and achievements. Like, people love them. I don't really understand how they work on Xbox. It's all just point-based. You don't, like, get a platinum trophy. You just get gamer points and gamer score or whatever. So I think there's a happy medium there. I prefer the whole trophy-based thing because it's just cooler to me to just, like, oh, you got a trophy. Um, But I think Nintendo will do something like that. So it's a a double-whammy prediction for Switch Online that we get SNES games, not SNES. If you say SNES, stop. And we get some kind of achievement system for the switch.
2: I like it. I think you're dead on with SNES. We cannot be too far off from that. Um, I think I just noticed these are not the same.
1: No, you got the big one. That's like the 32 ounce and this is the 20 ounce. Are these Yetis? They're knockoffs.
2: I like it. I like the blue. Um, I think you're dead on with SNES. I'm hoping maybe it's even sooner than that. I wouldn't say the achievement thing is a pipe dream, but I think that's less likely, but that would be awesome. Even not, I don't really care that much about trophies. There's a lot of games like Cuphead on the Switch that I'd like to see what kind of achievements I can get. And I know that you know, if there is the equivalent of like a platinum where you get everything, I know I'm never going to get that for Breath. I'm probably not going to get them for any game that I own right now, to be honest with you. But I think that would be cool. I think that would reinvigorate my. Like I could see going back to Odyssey and just seeing, right? Like, just seeing like what have I done? Open it up. What have I everything pop.
1: What haven't I done? Oh, yeah. whatever. Let's see if this would be fun. You know, it would be the kicker though. I just thought of this. I'm not going to add it, but I'm just going to say, it wouldn't Wouldn't this be cool if? They add achievements to NES and SNES games that are that in would Switch awesome. online. So Link to the Past. I'm gonna platinum that mother effer. You can believe that. I'm gonna do everything that you want me to do in that game. Yeah. Mario Three, Mario World, okay, I'm a I will now beat Star Road because you put that stuff in there. Like that, imagine that would be cool. That I'm not gonna add it to the predictions, but if it comes true, I'll give myself a bonus half a point. I like it. What you got? All right. We haven't stolen any
2: from each other yet. No, I'm still holding on to one that I thought you were going to do, but maybe you're not. You only have one left. only got one left. Um, I'm not doing the one you think I'm
1: doing, but I got it here as a maybe.
2: I think we get, because I think Xbox is going all in, hashtag all in, I think we get some kind of maybe no more than what sony did but i think we hear about their next gen finally the, the xbox. xbox i don't know what it'll be called but i they you kind of have to um i don't think they're going to let sony get too far out ahead with that they're going to say especially after getting Starlet murdered on yep. this generation um i think they need to do something now I don't think we see anything. We don't get any kind of release date, but similar to Sony. Give us some specs. Give us some kind of like tech demo of here's Xbox One. Here's an Xbox One S. That's child's play compared to this, which will have this, 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 this many uh, whatever's above teraflops. Like so many flops. More flops than you can shake a stick at. I think... Like Bell they, <laughs> they need to... I mean, we all know it's coming. They need to say it's coming. We need. I mean, I don't care. I'm not an i I couldn't care less about it. But I think they need to do something. Um. Again, uh, similar to what Sony did, but yeah. live. Yeah. Um.
1: I mean, so they talked about it last year. They said we're working on it, whatever. But we really don't. We know more about the PS5 than we know about the Xbox Two.
2: Or right. Whatever yeah, the hell. It yeah. yeah. Like- um. Trying to think of what they'll call it, and we may not even get a name yet. We don't even know. I mean, have they confirmed that it's the PS5 or we're just no? They're saying next
1: gen PlayStation
2: is all they're saying. Yeah, it's gonna be the PS5. I think it'll be like Xbox, and it's almost too long. I was gonna say that's what I was was gonna say, Xbox Infinite, but they've already done Call of Duty. Um, I don't think it's just gonna be Xbox 2. They they can't,
1: if they do that that's even dumber than the Xbox One uh, right I do, but I don't know what they call it they can't call it like I want the Xbox because they already had the Xbox <laughs> just 15 years ago whatever 19 whatever actually it was 19 years ago yeah 18 years ago
2: I don't know I don't think we get much I don't think we get a name I don't think we see it I don't think we get a release date but they need to release something about it tell us a little bit about what to expect get people hyped for this next generation
1: Okay. My last prediction, you kind of stole it. But we finally see Halo Infinite gameplay, and they announced that it is running on the next-gen Xbox, in-engine, everything. It's not, there'll be CGI, whatever. There'll be story stuff, but they're going to show you actual Halo Infinite They announced that it is coming out fall 2020. They also announced the new Xbox is coming out fall 2020, and they do name the son of a bitch. Wow. Was my prediction. I don't know how many things I have there that I can get points on or whatever, but it's we see Halo Infinite gameplay. It's a launch title for the Scarlet, and we find out. So I guess it's only three things. So, yeah, we see Halo Infinite gameplay running on the new Xbox. It's a launch title, and it's coming out fall twenty twenty with the Scarlet, with whatever the name is—the Xbox Two, the Xbox Zero, the Xbox Infinity, whatever they end up calling it. That was my final prediction. Okay, so we kind of got a half and a half there.
2: Yeah. Um. So real quick, the one that I was holding out that I thought you were going to do, so I didn't want to do it. I think it's very safe. Yeah. It's well, I don't, I'd like to think it's safe, but I'm it's worried it's not. It's going to happen. I N- just Nintendo.
1: I, yeah. <laughs> Metroid Prime
2: Trilogy. We have to get a Prime Trilogy. We have to
1: get it. So if you would have stolen, if you would have said Halo, I was going to say, well, fine. Okay, Metroid <laughs> Prime Trilogy.
2: So yeah, we both think we're going to get a Prime Trilogy. I think
1: that's almost that's almost a lock. Do you want? Do you have any bonus ones that you don't want to count? Like a real pie in the sky? Because I got a pie in the sky one after you. Well, mind.
2: my last real one, because um, that was kind of my bonus one, so I figured you'd take it. So I came up with five others. My last one is... I mean, this is borderline pie in the sky because I don't even know when. I don't even know what the relationship is with x may uh, This may be pie in the sky now that I'm actually thinking it through because they don't have a standalone thing.
0: Hmm.
2: I don't know how it would happen. I don't even know if it can happen. But somehow I think we get a teaser. I think we get something. About. Resident Evil
0: 8.
2: (laughs) Now, was 7 and like 2 remake, were those on Xbox?
1: Oh, yeah. They came out on everything. Okay. So, I guess if they announce it, it'll be during Xbox. Because Capcom doesn't have a show. That's
2: what I'm saying. So, I guess that's where it would happen. I thought about maybe 3, a 3 make. Oh, my God. But I think they're going to alternate. I think we're going to get 8 before we get the 3 make. Um,
1: (laughs) Or the 4 make, which I would love as well, too
2: just update that game with newer yeah.
1: controls with the RE2 engine. Oh my god.
2: Be- that seems like that'd be a very easy thing to do. Yes. Um, That's correct. Resident Evil 8. Um, maybe not much more than like the original like kitchen demo. Yeah. I don't think they're going to try to hide it and be like, "No, this isn't like they're going to be like this is Resident Evil 8." And maybe it's just like like that original kitchen thing. I think it's going to be maybe just a clip. I don't think we're going to know much about it. But do they maybe you just hear person? maybe you just hear like voiceover kind of thing, and then at the end you hear somebody. Maybe it's Chris. I don't know. But they'll they'll drop a name, and they'll be like, <gasps> and they'll be like, Resident Evil.
1: Chris, Chris, do you copy? Right. It'd be some kind of. God. I'm
2: kind of picturing something like that. But um, I'm not gonna say it's coming out January. I don't think it's that may even be a PS5. I don't know.
1: I think it's PS5 because I think it'll be January 2021 because they went January 17. 17- Oh seven, yeah, there was January two years between. Two. Yeah, but again, Kitchen came out. We saw Kitchen
2: six a year 16. and a half
1: before Seventeen came out. Yeah, right, because it was E three twenty sixteen when we saw Re seven. That was after Kitchen mm-hmm. had already come out, mm-hmm. and then it came out nine months later, or whatever. That's that was. right, seven months, I guess. But
2: so I'm hoping for Re eight, and I hope just keep going with what you got with seven. I don't know that we'll get that much information, but like, I never thought I'd say this. Keep it first person. Yeah. Keep it that kind. Don't go back to like zombies. Keep it that style. Or I mean, you keep it bring back bring back zombies. I don't care, but like, just I want this game to scare the crap out of me. Correct. You want Resident Evil Two? There's a lot of like jump scares, and that's fine. Resident Evil Seven just made me uneasy the atmosphere and there was, was jump horrible. scares also but the whole thing just re2 it was just like i'd be playing and then ah, like something would pop out of the ceiling or jump through a window whatever like, or you'd hear oh god i forgot yeah that made me ugh. yeah exactly but like i want to be scared when yeah. playing this game so keep doing you you nailed it with seven don't switch it up too much just keep that keep that going uh, I like it. Resident I Evil. Hope, so. I'm, I,
1: I'm, I'm so on the Resident Evil train now that yeah. I hope you're right. Yeah. Couple others that I did not include. I had written down Persona 5 coming out on Switch, but after it didn't happen at this big reveal thing like a month ago, I don't think it's happening, happening, so that's not coming. Before I knew Sony wasn't going to be there, I had written down a brand new Crash Bandicoot game. However, I realized I still could have made that prediction because it's Activision now. It's not Sony. Sony doesn't own it. Crash came out on everything. So that still might happen. I'm not going to count that for points or anything. That was one of the things that I had written down as a maybe prediction. I don't care anything about it unless they completely rework that game because the original cra- and what the insane insane trilogy looked like. Nah, that that ain't for me, bro.
2: If Sony was going to be D three, what I would have predicted, or at least hoped for, I want a Jack and Daxter remake trilogy, the whole trilogy. I want, oh, I want, of I want the, all the original stuff. Of okay, yeah, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Like they would, like they did with Crash, right? Just, right, right, right. Yeah, those games are so good. I mean, if
1: they're going to remake stupid Medieval, you would think they would remake Jack and Daxter at some point. Yeah, my Pie in the Sky, I'd written down Prime Trilogy too, but I, we both thought we were both yeah. going to do it, so neither of <laughs> us did it. So if it's there, we both get a point. I don't care. Pie in the Sky, Hopes and Dreams prediction. Nintendo announces Star Ni- Tropics three. Completely out of left field. I thought about this because I start this note like forever ago, and then I was like, "Star Tropics
2: three. I can't believe they just let that die. And like
1: that's why I think at some point I I think they're gonna do it. I think they're just gonna be like whatever, and it doesn't have to be a sixty dollar game. Like I don't, I still don't even. Know. It can but be Link's like, Awakening should be sixty. It can
2: be but, like Links Awakening. Like I don't need a Star Tropics on the scale of Breath of the Wild. Correct. Just give me Link to or a Links Awakening remake. Style. I don't right. want a remake. Give me a new game, but Link, like Link, it doesn't Green need Worlds, to be Star Patropics. Exactly. Star Tropics. <laughs> that would be fantastic.
1: That's my that's my pie in the sky. If it, if that somehow happens, I'll give myself a half a point. But
2: I think you owe it to yourself now, just for making that prediction that you need to go back and play Star Tropics.
1: I do. I. I mean, I got through like the first two levels on my NES Classic. I need to just oh, so plug you have it in to and beat it. it. Yeah. Okay. I love it, it. Gets
2: that is right up there with like Zelda Two, like where. The, <laughs> The difficulty just goes mm, <laughs> poof, at the yeah. end, like the last level is so freaking hard. And up until that point, it's, it doesn't really get that much more difficult as you go through. And then the last level is just insane. But, and I never really played two. I mean, I've started it. It's like the exact same thing, the same right? graphics yeah. and stuff. But instead of like just in the islands, you're like, it's like time travel stuff. So instead of like you're on this island and then that island and then that island and then you go underwater, it's like you're in like ancient Egypt and then you're in I don't know where else you go, but it's all right. like time travel. But it's it plays exactly the same, yeah. yeah. But I would love that.
1: That's my pie in the sky. Do you have anything else that didn't make the cut that was just crazy?
2: Uh, nothing that I wrote down. There were probably some that crossed my mind that I didn't even bother writing down. But Final
1: Fantasy 16 was one of mine too, but I was like. Ugh. I, want to predi- I wanted to predict Final Fantasy sixteen to be old school like Final Fantasy six style, but I was like, but they've got Octopath now. They don't. I mean, it's I don't a think Switch they'll do that with
2: any mainline Final Fantasy either, games. Yeah. But it would be cool to just go back. And That's kind of like a compromise. Just go back to that style, like kind yeah. of just swords and shields and spears, and I mean, it's still magic and stuff. But I don't want to be fighting people with guns. Bazookas it's kind of uh, yeah, yeah. And I don't want to be driving a car. Yeah. Just give me chocobos. Chocobos.
1: Those were our E3 predictions slash hopes and dreams for 2019. Stay tuned next week when we reveal who won. It'll probably be zero to
2: 0.5. <laughs> I think that's what it was last year, right? I think I got a half a point for something. You
1: got two years ago, or I guess it was three years ago now, when they unveiled, you said Resident Evil 7 will be unveiled. It'll be Resident yeah, I Evil... That. Huh? I
2: nailed that. You it, you said It'll something be called about Resident Evil. Bio- Bio- <laughs> you said
1: like everything. And I was like, "Holy crap." Yeah, I nailed that one. Um, that's the best prediction anybody's ever had. But if I if Metal Gear remake gets announced,
2: that should be worth like 2 points. Yeah, that should that. be worth 10. That's an automatic win
1: if you get that. Yeah. Oh, dear god. Um, we've no, got no Half-Life 3 prediction. I'm giving
2: up on <laughs> I don't even have a PC that could play
1: it at this that's point. True. I, we would have to we would have to just be released on PS you know ps4 and xbox yeah which i think they probably would like valve why not just put it out on ps4 and xbox one as well too you still get a cut of my like just do that but no no half life three for me or portal three for that matter (laughs) that's it we've been going long enough i'm not going to do did you know because i'm actually kind of running out of them on my list and i need to refresh that list before i do them again so Finish. that has been it for episode 138. Thank you guys so much for being here. If you got any crazy, wild, and wacky, wet, and
2: Inflatable wild. Inflatable arm-filling tube men.
1: Yes, predictions. Hit that comment section down below. Post them there. Obviously, you know you can find us on nerd901.com. So go over there to check out everything that we, Nick, and Ernie, and Adam, and everybody else is doing uh, over at Nerd901. Obviously, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at KevinWhite24. He's at Together We're at 2Player underscore co-op. If you like audio, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and other audio services around the multiverse. We have a Facebook page that we never update. We did get three. We got views a few this new week. views. Thank you so much for whoever you people are. I'm sorry that you're kind of bored there. We don't ever post there. You should come over to YouTube.com/slash op and subscribe there. This has been a fun episode. Uh next week's episode might go up like a day late i don't know we probably won't record till tuesday night i would guess if you're free because that's after nintendo does their stuff and their treehouse live and everything i don't want it in the past we've done like a sunday recap and a monday recap would i'm just life's too crazy right now to do all that yeah so it might go up a day late next week we'll be there don't worry um But I'm excited for E3, even though Sony's not going to be there. Who knows? They might just drop a freaking Last of Us trailer by the time this goes live. Maybe. Oh, you know what? And it's out (laughs) November 1st, a week before Death Stranding. Who knows? Um, But hey, until the next time, Sean, go take us out.
2: Thank you for playing.